0: You are listening to Teddy Talks, Parenting from the Heart. This podcast is a collection of stories from my own journey as a parent, having raised three sons now aged 25, 27, and 28. I love sharing my learnings from my own parenting journey and the wisdom I glean from my own children over the years. The message you hear today may not be for you in the moment, but may come in handy sometime in the future. I will be covering various topics ranging from foundational parenting, for those of you who are new to parenting, all the way through to what I call seasoned parenting, for those of you who have adult children. Life is full of surprises, and as the saying goes, children don't come with an instruction manual. By sharing my stories with you, I hope to shine a light along your parenting path that may make your journey easier and more enjoyable. I invite you now to listen with an open mind and heart as I pour my heart out to you. Enjoy the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time zone you're on, and wherever you are in the world. I hope all is well with you and your family, and I welcome you to episode three of Teddy Talks, Parenting from the Heart. So in this episode, I wanna share with you the process in which I built the foundation of how I'm going to parent my children. So the topic for today is foundational parenting. So what is foundational parenting? It is literally laying down the foundation on which you're going to build the structure of how you're going to tackle this parenting role that you are taking on. Now, whether you are new to parenting or you're about to become parents or you're seasoned parents, Some of the things that I'm gonna talk about today will still be helpful to you if you're a seasoned parent. But this is very, very important for parents who are very new, uh, just starting on their parenthood journey, or someone who is thinking about becoming a parent or will soon be a parent and have not quite got the full picture of what parenthood is about. So hopefully some of the things that you'll pick up from this podcast will be helpful and will kind of shine a light on your path to parenthood and make things a little bit easier for you to to take on. So where do we start? The process that I went through, the thought process that I went through before I became a parent was building on the values that I want to instill in the child that I'm carrying me. So before I even um, knew that I was pregnant, I was already visualizing what I would like to be as a parent, and I'm visualizing the kind of relationship that I will have with this child. See, I take parenting very seriously. I think I was a mother before I even had a child because. I was 10 when my baby sister was born and I was very, very excited about my baby sister and I wanted to be very hands-on. I wanted to help my mother out. I wanted to help her feed the baby, dress the baby, bathe the baby. Even though I was only 10, I had this desire to be very involved in this baby's life. And so my mother showed me how to put a nappy on the baby and we didn't have disposable nappies at the time. We had these cloth nappies that were made of like the same material that they use for flower bags. (laughs) They're not very thick at all and not very absorbent. So when it gets wet, it gets wet. So before I even had my children, I was ready. And to prepare myself mentally and emotionally for the coming of my own child, I had to look into myself and see what I wanted to improve on myself. What do I want to teach this child? What can I teach this child? Remember, we can only teach what we know. So I had to do a lot of internal work on myself to make sure that I can give my best to this child, that I am stepping forward in my best version for this child because this child is going to rely on me for a few years. When you become a mother, when you become a parent, that role never stops. It doesn't matter how old your child becomes, you are a parent of this child forever. For for your lifetime, for the child's lifetime, it never stops. So I wanted to be prepared mentally, emotionally. I had a vision of the kind of child I want. I wanted a child who is independent. I want the child who will be able to rely on himself. I wanted a child who is not going to need another person just to survive. Um, I wanted a child who um, understands his own power. I wanted a child to be able to have the confidence to speak up for himself, to have his own voice, and to be able to square up to me as his parent, and be able to express his thoughts without fear. So that was the kind of picture I had in my mind. But how was I going to raise a child like that? The way I was raised, I was not allowed to talk back to my parents, especially not my father. I did that a few times and I got a slap across the face. And that's not the kind of parenting I wanted to employ with my child. So I wanted to be a better version of my parents in that respect. So I kind of looked at the way that I was parented and I took the good things that I thought was helpful to me, Um, the dedication that my mother had for our education. Um, She, you know, did her best to make sure that we got a a good education. Um, My father worked hard to make sure that we... um, got into a private school because in those days, a private school, um, the standard in the private school was much higher than if you went to a public school. The quality of teachers were better in a private school than it was in a public school. So those are the things, uh, the good things, the positive things that I took on with me. So I had a sense of responsibility. So I want to make sure that I can provide very well for this child and so I had to put in place some strategies and things that will ensure that I can provide for this child and be ready for the time when I have to send him to school. I mean, I don't think I was even pregnant yet when I was um, making these plans, and certainly by the time I found out that I was pregnant for my first child, these plans gained momentum. I really had to make sure that I am growing as a person, that I am becoming better than my previous self. So I did a lot of reflection on what I have done and who I am as a person and who I want to be as a parent to this child. And a a lot of mental preparation. And of course, a lot of emotional preparation as well. Because when you become a mother, when you become a parent, the moment you see this child, you are filled with such emotion. It was like my heart got so much bigger. And I found this huge capacity to love that I didn't know I had in me. And I just had this Outpouring of love for this child who is essentially a part of me, but apart from me, who is his own person. And I understood from the very beginning that this child is not an extension of me, and it is not my job to impose my identity on him, and that he has to grow and find his own identity and understand who he is. And so parenting is a big job and if you take it seriously you know that it's not just a matter of feeding this child who's helpless teaching them how to use a spoon it's bigger than that so first of all you need to focus on values what is important to you what do you want this child to learn how do you want this child to learn so what is what are your values so you have to understand what your values are that are non-negotiable in terms of your parenting, what is acceptable to you and what is not acceptable to you. You need to know what your vision is for this child, knowing and understanding that there will come a time when your vision for your child may not match the child's vision for himself or herself once they get to the age where they can decide for themselves. but to have a starting vision of how you wanna support this child, how you wanna support this child's choices if their choices are different from yours, which is entirely possible. So those are the things that I kind of took into account. There's a whole process and I teach this in my online course. So I'm just giving you a bird's eye view of what you can learn from the online course it's a more in-depth look at this foundation so you also have to have a picture in your mind of the outcome that you want for this child not just not just about planning for the birth whether it's a water birth whether you're going to give birth at home you're going to give birth in hospital are you going to have a doula it's beyond that it's it's more about internal work rather than just the physical trimmings that we all need to think about in physical preparation for the arrival of a child. The foundational parenting that I am talking about is, for example, aesthetics of the house was not one of my higher values. It doesn't matter to me what's in the bookshelf or what's not in the bookshelf. My main focus, once my child started picking himself up onto um, things to to get up and start walking, we had a couple of bookshelves in the house filled with the books because my husband and I were readers. We had a lot of books. So the child is going to knock all those books out of the shelf. And rather than seeing the child get hurt by the books we emptied the lower shelves that he can reach and replace the books with things that he can actually play with. So his soft toys, anything that was age-appropriate toy was there for his reach. So he couldn't touch anything or pull anything that would be a danger to him. Now the The moment that he got to the age where he could understand certain instructions or he could do things for himself, like, for example, at 18 months, I had my second child, so I could give little instructions to my 18-month-old, for example, if I want him to grab a nappy for the baby so I could change the baby's nappy, I could give him a simple instruction like that and he could run to a shelf and reach for a nappy because he understands that and it's a safe thing. So when children got to the age where they could help themselves if they needed a drink or if they needed a cup, I rearranged my shelf in the kitchen so that they could only get to an area of the kitchen which is safe for them, nowhere near the stove. So they have a shelf where they can reach for plastic cups. So it's not breakable, even if they drop it. And they could get a drink of water so they could help themselves, things like that. So um, my value is I wanted my children to grow up independent, knowing that they can solve small problems, you know? little problems that are appropriate for their age, that they can understand, they can solve it. Like, I need a cup, I know where the cup is, I'm gonna get it myself. So I wanted my children to have the confidence that they can do things for themselves. So I rearrange things in my house in a way that will be um, appropriate for them and safe for them. So this is part of the foundational parenting that I'm talking about. So basically, you look at what outcome you want and then you reverse engineer it so that you know what the steps you need to do are to get to the outcome that you want and teach certain life skills to your growing child because every step of your child's development is important. You're teaching them something at every phase of their development, especially in that first two to four years where they are just like sponges and they are just so eager to learn and they are just excited about life and they are seeing the world for the first time and they want to learn as much as they they can as much as their eyes could see and so find out what your values are what is negotiable what is non-negotiable for you in terms of what your child can learn how you can support that need to learn focus on the outcome reverse engineer to know the steps that you need to do and the other important pillar to this foundation is your commitment once you decide what outcome you want once you decide the values once you are clear the purpose for those values and for that outcome you commit to that to the point where you're unshakable and you have so much confidence in your ability to proceed with that commitment and so you're laying down the foundation The most important part of your parenting is to lay down that foundation because that's where you're going to build your parenting structure. And every step of the way, you're tweaking and you're adjusting. You start with a small boundary around this structure. And then as your children grow older and as they understand a little bit more and they increase their reasoning ability, you adjust the boundaries and you relax it a little bit and you move the boundaries so that they have a little bit more freedom and a little bit more movement, a little bit more freedom to explore. The boundary is to keep them safe and protected, to minimize any accidents, any dangers, any risks, because you want the best for your child. And so... What are the practices? What are the habits that you want to instill in this child? Like, for example, me and my husband are both readers. So my children all grew up watching us read. We always have our reading time. So they developed that as well. I wanted my children to be readers because reading is a very important skill to have. And so I set the example. I wanted the out- I had an outcome that I wanted. I knew I reverse engineered to know the steps that I need to take to make sure that I get to that outcome. So this is what we did. We become the example for our children. We are readers so we get them books for them to read. We give them reading time so they understood that there's a process for that. And so they all grew up readers they could not get enough books. So we're either at the library or at the bookshop getting more books for them growing up. And they loved reading. And when they got to, um, you know, the uh, primary years where they become efficient readers, uh, we would take turns reading chapters to uh, get them more proficient in their reading. So these are foundational things where you teach them certain life skills. That will help them in um, in their um, growing up and in their development. And as they get older, they get to the teenagers. You you have a solid foundation there, so you can set foundations on things that you value, like reading, communication, boundaries. The so pillars are your values, your purpose, the outcome that you want, your vision, and of course, your commitment. I can go more in-depth about it in my online course. So if you're interested in finding out more about the online course, send me an email on teddy at au. So those are the things that I went through in the beginning before I even had a child. And once i had my children i was constantly laying down more and more foundation to make it a more solid structure and as i learn more from my children as i get feedback from my children i do the uh, tweaking here and there and making the adjustments that is appropriate at the time for them and i mean you can take this Because we moved a lot. We moved countries when my children were little. We stayed three years in the Philippines. And so that's a totally different environment, totally different culture. We had to make adjustments. As I said in an earlier episode, we had to make adjustments in terms of their TV watching. And so you have to be flexible in terms of making the adjustments when necessary depending on the situation. But if you know what your values are, you know what to do. You will have the confidence in how you can make adjustments and what adjustments you need to do. What part of it do you need to tweak? How are you going to widen that boundary? You, you will know when to make the adjustments um, in, in relaxing the boundaries or tightening the boundaries, depending on what um the situation calls for the thing is having the confidence and you only have that confidence if you understand what is important to you what your values are and what your vision is for this child and for your relationship with this child um communication is such an important pillar in in this um structure so yeah that's it in a nutshell but In terms of formulating your values, there is an exercise that I go through in the online course that will show parents how to formulate their values, how to work out what their highest values are and what they want to incorporate into their parenting. And yeah, I think that's all for me today. I thought it was going to be a longer episode because it's a big topic, but as I said, it would be better to uh, go through it on a chapter by chapter and really flesh it out, especially going through each of the pillars and the very basic foundation on which you're going to build your parenting structure. So that's all for me today. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions about this, you want to know more about the 12-week online course which also includes one-on-one coaching session with me so that we can tackle any specific challenges that you may be facing in the moment and I can give you some feedback and some questions that may clarify your thinking process on the challenge that you're facing in order to come up with the solution yourself because if you see a problem, you also have the solution. It's just you haven't tapped into it yet because you haven't been asked the right question. Because when we ask the right question, our minds look for the answer and the answer is already in there. It's just a matter of finding the right folder, in other words, that contains the information. Once you You access that folder, you can access the answer and you'll know what to do. So that's it for me for now. And thank you for listening to this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now. You're listening to Teddy Judson, Empowered Parenting Coach helping parents navigate their parenting journey by teaching them how to tap into their inner power so they can face their day-to-day parenting challenges with confidence and become the outstanding role models for their children. You can find out more about Teddy at her website, teddytalks.com.au. If you have any questions about any of the episodes, please send her an email on teddy at teddytalks.com.au. Thank you.